Greetings, ladies and gentle werewolves, and what other creatures we have now. I am your host, Immortal Brando, and today we're going to have a Resident Evil Village, or 8, whatever the fuck you want to call it, discussion. Uh, I'm joined by these lovely zombified hosts. Please introduce yourselves, starting with Ari, um, what was it, Ari name Bloodgrave? Arlena. Arlena, sorry. I keep thinking you're a um, Final Fantasy character. <laughs> But uh, yes, my name is Arina Bloodgrave, and I am happy to be here. All right, James. Sometimes I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, stay depressed. Uh, oh. Operative. I have Speak a screw up. on my nutsack, and it hurts. What? Ren. What the what? fuck, Ren? Oh wait, I was unmuted. I'm sorry about what? that. Do it again. <laughs> All right, so uh, my name is Renegade Operative. You truly did not hear that on this podcast. I am the co-host here, and how's it going, everyone? Yeah, right. Um, Dirty Dom, speak up. Oh, fuck off. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, how's it going? I'm here to talk about RE8 with these dudes. That was a pretty dumb response. I, I eight out of ten. Is it because it's an oh fuck off? He's done that before. He really. Who He's hasn't? actually yelled, "Oh fuck off!" But anyways. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I'm gonna start with um, start with number one. What do you think about Resident Evil Village after seeing the initial trailer? Somebody else will go first. Uh, I think I'll go first. Uh, my thought after seeing the trailer, it is, in my opinion, it's. Prob- it's it seems like a really good idea from what they've shown. It's definitely something new with like the werewolves and everything. We're probably going to talk about those later. And it's a, definitely a new concept that I've seen out of the Resident Evil saga. And I actually talked about this yesterday with Ren and everybody else that was here. It kind of reminds me a bit of a Dungeons and Dragons campaign that I do called Curse of Strahd. And I think it's a really cool idea if they're trying to go for like a gothic horror type thing. And well, I guess that's pretty much it for me. All right, uh, so uh, before yeah, uh, go I ahead, Bryn. All right. Before uh, we move on um, with the next next person, though, um, Deadman Gaming, introduce yourself. Yeah, hi, I'm I'm Deadman Gaming. I run a small YouTube channel for now. It's all about winning games, and um, I'm pretty excited to be here. I guess. <laughs> Thanks, Elite Man Gaming. Um, well, since you literally joined um, now, what do you think about the initial trailer for Resident Evil Village? I think it's definitely got a spooky vibe going. I know that Resident Evil 4 remake has been teased for a while or rumored, and this kind of actually looks like this might be what it is because it's got, to me, it's got the same kind of vibe as uh, Metal, I'm sorry, not Metal Gear Solid, Resident Evil 4 with, you know, kind of the gothic horror thing, and it's, you know, it's nice and spooky looking in a castle. Um, it definitely looks interesting, and I'm excited for it. All right, Double Hunter James, go next. 
Um, yeah, I'm kind of the same. I thought the village idea was interesting. They finally wanted to bounce back to that because I don't think outside of RE4 and 5, they've never gone back to that kind of setting, I believe. Uh, technically, um, no. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I was going to say RE4 and 5, and that was it, right? Yeah, I think that was it. At least off of my head. I'm interested in seeing them try it again since it seems to be the least thing they pick. All right. Um, Renegade, you're up. Okay, so I really enjoyed the trailer. I thought it was absolutely hilarious, especially during the end where uh, Chris obviously clapped Mia, clapped her good, clapped those cheeks <laughs> fast. Uh, on, in all seriousness, though, I am all for paranormal resident evil i i think that in order to really progress you need to do like new ideas and the only way to do that is to experiment so i mean could it be a very trippy experience that might fuck a lot of shit up maybe but honestly i'm all for it i want to see what they do with this new strain of the virus and being in romania and uh maybe those assets will carry over into re4 remake because we were speculating that a few days ago yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, I I hope um they're actually um, doing the idea of DNA splicing when they actually take animals or something and just blend it into these people and making these new creatures. I think that's that's in this long to try that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, that's a nice awesome. idea. Yeah, they were saying the wolf the Wolfman concept existed, but it was well, only in the comics, and I don't think they were canon, right? Yeah. It's also okay. kind of odd because they have spliced creatures already, but yeah, it's kind of weird they never tried it with people that much. Mm-hmm. So, um, Dirty Dom, give your thoughts. Alright, um, after seeing the trailer, it looks kind of promising, kind of interesting that they're going back to kind of this gothic setting, like some of you guys have said, with, um, is really just... Creepy, lonely, atmospheric environments, new types of enemies like werewolves and the witches and whatnot. I do like that they're trying this kind of, well, kind of going back to RE4 in a sense to set up for RE4 Remake. But I, I kind of have high hopes for this game to see how good it is, see what they do, see how gory and gruesome it'll turn out to be. So, yeah, I'm kind of pumped up for it. All right, who wants to read number two? Uh, I guess I will. Go ahead. How do you feel about this game being a legitimate sequel to RE7 in terms of style, i.e. a first-person camera being utilized over third-person? Your thoughts? I guess I could go first on this one. Um, you know, I have no problem with it being first-person, but I wish it wasn't first-person. Like, it's not a deal-breaker, though, but not what I wanted. I just hope that it has a bigger field of view because my problem with seven is that um it's literally a vr game so you have the vr um point of view so it's kind of hard to see things um coming up to you or on side sometimes so i hope that um, that has been addressed in uh, resident Evil 8. i think they on said that, that point, the oh. first i just wanted to get this out real quick i, I didn't mean to interrupt but uh, I think they mentioned that they have enhanced the first-person view or they're enhancing the first-person experience. And they also said that the village is going to be a little bit more open than usual. So it is cool that they already are taking some small steps to remedy that be problem. More, 
Is it going to be more action oriented as well? Yeah, that's a question later in the document. But uh, what were you saying, Deadman Gaming? Oh, I was going to say on that note, I do hope that if they implement the VR, it ends up being better than sevens. Like, I, I still thought the VR on seven was good, but it felt. It felt kind of clunky, mostly because, like, you can't use the move controllers, and, like, to me, if you're going to use VR, the controller doesn't really cut it. All right, anybody else? I hope they, uh, I was thinking about it, like, I hope they do more with the combat, I guess. I don't know how. That's the only problem. I'm trying to figure out how they would do it, though. How was... I have a nice side question here. How was the combat in Resident Evil 7 since I it never played it? Okay. It was your typical Resident Evil game, just slower. Mm. Point and shoot guns, pretty much. Mm. Is there anything from the combat you think they could have fixed? Yeah, speed up the game. <laughs> yeah, because it felt a little too slow. <laughs> and have better weapons. Yeah, it did. More or more I mean, variety. Yeah. I think it worked. The slowness actually works for 7 just because you're not like everybody else you've ever played has always been some type of soldier or cop or something for the most part i think there's been a couple exceptions like claire but she had training from uh chris to the best of my knowledge but like ethan is just a guy so it's kind of slower and one thing i liked i mean granted I, I wouldn't want this for like an everyday uh you know all the time kind of thing but it was it was kind of hard to shoot sometimes like because there was a whole bunch of sway or anything like that because ethan doesn't have that kind of training i no, didn't notice I, it as much in the not as he, uh not a hero dlc as i did like in the in the vanilla game i would agree with you if ethan did not win up against the bakers because for starters the man got affected anyway so surely that wouldn't be at least of a problem and two you're surviving surely you will pick up yourself and actually move faster Oh yeah, I'll be booking ass out of that place. <laughs> no, sorry, I think that's um, I just, I get your point of view though, but I feel like it's more of an excuse on why I can't come limit the player more so than help the player. You know, hmm. right? I'm just saying it it works for what seven is, but it kind of goes back to that: is it like a true Resident Evil game if you want to put it like that? Just because it is slower, like it it works for a good atmospheric game but as far as being a resident evil game it doesn't work as well with the slow aspect i i have agree have disagree by design like how the game is designed like the levels all that shit it is resident evil it's just a different take on it right i just meant like the slower gameplay than normal is all i meant for that the level design is fantastic mm-hmm mm -hmm. Okay, so I don't mind both styles, really. I know a lot of people like to riff on uh, first-person horror. Uh, personally, I mean, one of my favorite horror games is Outlast, so I think they could do something interesting with this style if they are continuing it from Resident Evil 7. The only issue I have is like a technical one because I did see from the trailer alone that the frame rate was all over the place. It was just not really stable in certain sections. So you could tell that the, the game is so far 60% done, but it's not fully there yet on performance. I'm hoping that's all ironed out before the game launches and it should be, it should be no problem. Uh, do you guys think that that game is going to launch early 2021? No, I, I think, think it's so. no, no, there's no way. Mid to late, because um, by that point though, not enough units of PS5, Xbox One will be sold. Or Xbox yeah. Series X. 
So they probably ideally, will try to. I would say maybe close I, to like May. Yes. Yeah. Ideally, it, it, they should wait until like maybe around November of next year. Hmm. Probably. No, I, don't, I don't think Capcom's gonna do it. The trailer did say tentative twenty thirty one. So. Yeah, hmm. they're also looking ahead, you know, just in case if things start going like way too crazy. Yeah, because uh, COVID could affect the unit sold because we know that's probably going to happen no matter what Jim Ryan says about PS5 not being affected. It's going to be affected. Yep. Uh, I, I think that maybe like summer would be probably good enough. That's a good enough timetable where it's not too far, but it's not too close. Yeah, I agree with that. I, feel like, I kind of feel like for, for Capcom being Cap not even in a bad sense necessarily but if they can't get it out holiday of this year with the ps5 launch which i hope they don't i hope they take their time with it because i think that's one of the reasons seven was so great is they took their time with it oh this is 2021 um, game so they won't rush it out yeah i i'm kind of thinking they probably will want to hit it like around holiday of 2021 presumably yeah mm-hmm. yeah that is enough polish but 60% done that is like quite a lot but I think they still got a long way to go uh I, I just think that what they should do is maybe have this um maybe have this paradigm of like they do a remake and then a main game you know yeah, that that could actually work really well yeah but don't yeah, balance don't things. balance it well but don't rush it because uh I think what most people want at at this rate is they want more variety from Capcom and clearly they're trying with this new game they got coming out but still it's not enough. I I forget what it's called now but I am actually excited. Is that the one that was like Groundhog Day in space? Was that Capcom or was that somebody else? It was them, yeah. It was okay, it's yeah, called uh, looks, Pragmata. Yeah, that one looks hella interesting. I can't wait for it. Anybody else for question number two? Going once, um, going twice. I'll go. Um, yeah, go honestly, the first person thing doesn't really bother me that much. And if they try again with eight, I just hope they do kind of fix some stuff. Like give, since you do play as Ethan, give him kind of like a flight or fight response of him. If, he's, if he does get freaked out by certain things, have him like move quicker, run faster reload faster and something like that just to not make it as slow as seven because that was the one thing that kind of dragged me down with seven is the slowness all right all right yeah because I, can... I think for Go me ahead. the difference between first and third really doesn't make a difference to me all i want to know is what the fuck does ethan look like i don't even know what he looks like you <laughs> hardly ever see exists. him yeah, he's a basic suburban dad. That's what he looks like. <laughs> he's really is just some guy. There's nothing particularly special looking about him. Some dude named Ethan. Oh, That's all you need to know. All right, uh, I guess we're done now. Uh, I'm going to question number three. We'll read that one off. I'll go ahead and read that off. All right, that man, go ahead. All right, how do you feel about more paranormal elements being utilized in Resident Evil Eight? Um, I briefly touched on that before, and granted, I can only speak as a later fan of Resident Evil. Like, coming coming in pretty much at 4, I've played part of 2 Remake, and then that's about all the experience I have before. I only have experience with Resident Evil after 4, 
Um, but I mean, even I'm still kind of like witches and werewolves might be pushing it a little bit. This might be one of those things where it's like, it's kind of like Metal Gear Survive. It's a cool idea, but don't really attach it to a existing franchise unless it has the framework for it. They don't really have a supernatural element in Resident Evil, maybe like a very minor one, but it's mostly like science shit. Like, this has all gone wrong because of genetic experimentation and stuff. Not, this has gone wrong because there was a ghost fucking possessing somebody. And it's like, oh, yeah, totally. Make this T-virus. It'll be fucking awesome. Well, that's assuming if this is actually supernatural. Because remember, like, no, it is possible. Like, again, DNA splicing, that could be a thing. No, that's true. We've seen other weird stuff in Resident Evil. So this is really nothing new. Per se, as far as yeah, I mean, for Christ's sake, man, we fight fishes in um, Revelations that are just beyond freaky. So, like, you know, I can I also, live with seeing rebels. I, I also think that um, they've also done some weird shit with this series in terms of like Revelations too. Because remember the whole ending and the mind swap thing, and you know, Alex yeah. Wesker transfers her mind to a child. They've they've done this stuff to. A little bit of a surface level but it still exists in the series and remember uh resident evil was initially going to be like a first person ghost survival horror game so i think this is just a, them true yeah, yeah it's I, gonna be a remake of a game called on um, sweet home yeah so i think this is just them paying a little bit of a homage to that as well as um trying to make some resident evil 3.5 elements come into fruition because they've been wanting to do that for a while fans have been asking for like some 3.5 elements to come in so it makes me wonder you know are they going to scrap and utilize ideas from other scrap betas in the future we don't know but i guess if they're running low on ideas they just might so i mean if they can make it right i totally don't mind this at all i think as long as it's a good game that's all that really matters like Devil May Cry did start off as uh, originally started off as Resident Evil 4 and then they just turned it into a new IP yup and it really worked wonders for them in the long run because uh, DMC yep. really took off in terms of uh, DMC 3 I, th I think for me and this is also coming from the fact that I am interested in like the paranormal when it comes to like you know ghosts all that kind of stuff. I, I've even gone ghost hunting once. And adding in stuff like werewolves and the witches and all that, it's definitely a new concept that I haven't seen in any Resident Evil so far that I've played. Mm -hmm. And again, this is like going back to like what I said about what I first thought. It's it also kind of reminds me a little bit of the fact that they are kind of using a they're using a Barovian type setting for this kind of thing and I'm, I'm honestly interested to see how they're gonna make it make these werewolves connect to the initial story I'm trying to think also like um I know they said that this game was probably going to be a divisive game, but I think they're saying that because this is out of the norm Resident Evil in terms of like werewolves and witches, so uh, a lot of purists are going to hate this game. To which I say, I mean, look, man, if you guys already didn't like RE7 and a lot of people don't, 
then I assume it's going to be the same for this game as well because they saw like first person and now they're seeing uh, stuff out of the normal for this series. But I mean, uh, to me personally, if they do the supernatural stuff right, because I'm sure there's going to be some virus out there that causes hallucinations and it's going to fuck with people's minds. And I know this is probably going to happen. Uh, I'm all for it. Like, it's nothing new, like Brandon said, in terms of the grand scheme of things. So, anyone else want to go on this? Yep. Anybody else? Go on once? Uh, go on twice? Go. Go ahead. Um, I think Dan said uh, he didn't go. Oh, no. I, I, I'll go. Um, <laughs> honestly, the par paranormal stuff should kind of be welcomed into the series because we've had enemies like each man we've had animals as enemies we've had different mutating humans so werewolves and witches shouldn't really be a turn off point for this game or anything uh considering how we'll see how they fight or whatever you know fam when you have something like simmons where he turns into a transformer dinosaur dog yeah it's like tiger it's, it doesn't get any crazier than that dude like oh, that resident evil yeah. I mean, let's be real here like the stuff in eight is more tame than what we saw in six yeah that too <laughs> it's like we we've seen some crazy shit in six i don't i i don't think you should be angry at all when you see like yeah, a giant like, skull monster chasing you that looks like a squid dude it's plus and plus i mean we had Jersey. new jersey businessmen with standards turn into a fucking leviathan so who fucking knows what's gonna show up <laughs> Plus, Resident Evil is a series that isn't really supposed to be taken all that seriously. You have a, you had a no, man, you had a anymore. man cross dressing as a sister at one point. Look, so. when I saw when I saw that midget in RE4, I died laughing. I'm like, <laughs> he's he's so tiny. Hey, hey, nobody forget about the boulder punching. Give this man a phone book. <laughs> Give this man a phone book. <laughs> Oh, oh, shout out, shout out to Salazar. <laughs> I mean, hell at this point, if they start throwing in vampires, I'm gonna start falling over laughing. Batman, embrace it. Here they did the vampire thing. Like, okay, it's not that different from zombies trying to bite me. They're still trying to do the same shit to me. Yeah, they're trying to bite me, bite on the neck. Or, I mean, but... the zombies do that too. No, they bite me on the legs. It's walking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we can um, pull to reel number four. Hmm, I can Go do on it. and answer question. All right, so Chris was seen shooting Mia Winters in front of Ethan. How do you feel about a darker rendition of the character throughout this story? Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go. Uh, I, I need more context behind that for sure. God, this is definitely out of character for Chris to come in and shoot a random civilian. Air quotes random. But um, I welcome it because fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> After all the trouble I've been through, though, she still lied to me. So, and I'm guessing that she's still involved with some shit. So, yeah, I welcome it. Chris Clapper. <laughs> I'm sure he's got his reasons to do it. She's probably still working with the connections or whatever other fucking shady organization is, that we don't even know about. 
It's, it feels like bait and switch. It's like, oh, you think Chris is the bad guy? He actually had very legit reasons. You find out later why, and you're like, oh. DMC4 all over again. Yeah, it's literally going <laughs> to be Dante the bad guy. What do you mean? I think the popular theory going around is that they believe that Mia is a molded or something, and she's a danger to Ethan. I don't know. I mean, if, both of them technically will still be infected. Honestly, got cured by the time um it's happened. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Wasn't there a theory when RE7 came out and you see Chris coming out of the helicopter, and he just like reveals himself? Wasn't there a theory that that was a clone of Chris? That's a now later people question. People thought it was gonna be a honk. Yeah, that's a later question in the document. Okay. Okay. But uh, so far, I mean, I I do appreciate it. I think it's interesting. They kind of tried to do the whole anti-hero thing with Chris and RE6, where he has like PTSD. Um, and I mean, for the most part, it did pay off because I I do think that Chris's story in RE6 was one of the most emotional ones. Uh, but still, it's like, I, I hope that they don't just recycle it. Chris is just a drunk. He's somewhere drinking like Leon was in Vendetta. And there's the same oh, no. cycle all over again. I, I hope it's going in a direction that is completely new, but unexpected. And then you find out what's really going on the more you play. Mm-hmm. Also, they changed his face, so he doesn't look like david disco inferno anymore like that's nice <laughs> like i don't i don't know what was going on with re7 i'm like hold on wait redfield what redfield this man, this man went from steroids to just a this skinny yeah. stick body like what happened yeah Bill, like, I can't hey, that, like we can't find out by that like person like bullshit <laughs> oh they found one now because he did <laughs> he looks I mean, chris we, was too we knew that was chris was too hacks they had to nerf him <laughs> he, he looks just like he did from RE6, but he's a little bit bulkier. That's it. Chris is too masculine now. That does, that does prove what they said about not being able to find a face was a bunch of crap, and they just didn't want to do it. Exactly. All right. Uh, we're done with number four. Nobody else? Dan? Um... Parker, um... I'll go. Uh, let's see. We're on number Rendition five. You're going to read a question. <laughs> so we're on number five. You want to read off a question? All right. Um, five. Take some time to follow up on question four. Do you believe they will recycle the storyline involving Chris and Hunk being interconnected? This is going to happen with Revelations one before it was scrapped. Sadly. Hmm. I, no, think uh, I think that's a waste of opportunity because that would have been perfect for Resident Evil 7 say that was actually Honk I want to say yes I'd love to see Honk in something but Capcom hates Honk so I don't think so <laughs> uh, think about how many games that man has been in it's almost none it's, well I mean he was in RE2 but afterwards it was like oh I'm just a side character in this game it was or that like, game oh. or yeah, I, I'm just here. So he's never had like main storyline potential and Capcom really needs to notice it because like with the whole revelations tease, that was weird because I think it started off with like Chris being tied up and then all of a sudden you see Jill pointing a gun at the other Chris 
so that was a little bit of a shocker and then he starts talking like oh well you two are already dead uh so i i don't know why they don't do it because that would make some perfect conflict between chris and jill because she doesn't know who to trust anymore but then again that's who also Kristen's, who was um honk that, that would be um one of those moments where you see both of them standing next to each other and joe had to pick which one to shoot oh that'd be i mean you say that now but that would be interesting actually that would definitely play into the old action movie thing that capcom loves to do with resident evil was you know no shoot him he's the evil twin and they could get away with it too because in the last game chris looked nothing like chris redfield so you could say that was a a double agent screwing people over screwing the bsaa over is nothing new because they've done it countless times with ada she has double crossed them i think well it was ada. twice yeah because remember ada was uh supposed to be a bsaa advisor in um resident evil damnation and then yeah, they denounced yeah then they denounced oh we don't we don't know who this woman is she never worked with us before and then it happened There's... again in six well i don't know about six though um being an advisor but i don't remember that story in um in damnation was it yeah it was in damnation at the end uh she posed as a bsaa advisor and uh then carla did it and then they were chasing after uh ada because they thought that you know i think carla gave her name as ada wong that's what happened yeah and then because um like the far as the cross is concerned the most famous one is from um resident evil 5 with Ter the girl from terrace because she funded the bsaa in africa and there, there is um, Revelations, of course, where they had um, the other organization that I think some of them joined over with the uh, to the BSA, and the girl mm -hmm. Jessica betrayed them, selling out, um, selling out um, that virus. Yeah, so it, they are used to being screwed over so many times, so they might as well do it with this whole blue umbrella BSAA merger, since they have like multiple factions now. It's really hard to keep up with. Yeah, I still think even though Blue Umbrella is supposed to be, you know, cleaning up after Red Umbrella and, you know, trying to make... I, I, there's still something that I'm like, there's something fucking fishy going on about this. Because, yes, they are labeled as a different color and they're supposed to be, you know, Blue or New Umbrella. But, like, why would you use the exact same logo and name to clean up after another organization without differentiating it a little bit more? Like, there's something fishy going on with that. I just, I got a feeling about it. Neo Umbrella. Like, yeah, it doesn't sound fishy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's their name. Yeah. They came and went with Resident Evil 6. Neo Umbrella was a wasted opportunity, in my opinion. Right. One and a one and done. Yup. Anyone else on this question before we move on? Going once, going twice. Soul to the bitch and red. Alright. <laughs> are we talking about Ada again? Yes, we are. But we're moving on to uh, number six. Yeah, I'll read number six off. <clears throat> a translation that that uh sorry. A translation confirmed that this was what that's this will be sorry, I can read today. Would be a conclusion <clears throat> to Ethan on Winter's story. What do you think that means? He did. Uh, Honestly, I don't think he will die. If he does, I don't care. Uh, because you no, know, so long as if if it's done right, I don't care. 
But um, I think this is fine because no, instead of just like leaving characters on the wayside, they actually giving them a conclusion. Because they did this with Billy Cloyne. They didn't, they didn't do this with Shelva. Of course, granted, like, she did her mission in um, 5, but I'd like to see more of her. Um, Carlos, we didn't see nothing of him Where's after um, 3. He's in Africa. Get him out of there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a lot of characters that they didn't even give a proper conclusion. Even the characters from Revelations, like, no, what happens to them after the game? You know, what's what up? What the fuck that? happened to Alex Wesker, exactly? Other than the kid thing, like, okay, so the evil mastermind, we're just gonna leave it on that, okay. Yeah, like, you know, we need more conclusions, though, so, so long as they do this right, though, I'd be okay with him, them not returning Ethan for another game. Uh, we just need proper conclusions with some of these characters, though, because I'm tired of them just leaving on the wayside. Yeah, I agree. So let me see. I, I just personally think that um, this is, yeah, it is time for them to move on to new characters because there is a lot of characters in the Resident Evil verse that hasn't been touched on yet. Like, I really want to know where Jill is. I want to know what Barry's doing with that demon child. Um, <laughs> I want to know where Carlos is. Billy, it, it, it's like, you know, what's Rebecca doing? She was in one movie and she was heavily underutilized. It's a lot of potential they could do with the other characters, but they just won't squat them up or they keep using like Chris and Leon a lot like I like those characters But even I'm like they have been in like nine to ten Resident Evil games. It's time for a break Yeah, uh, they need they need a backseat yeah. for a sec. Yeah, so I mean I think the idea now is interesting that they are like kind of NPC characters, but I, I do think that they're done with Ethan because I'm not sure what they could do with them after this game, after all the conflict and shit goes down. Like, I, I don't know how he would be in like a Resident Evil 9 or something. So, uh, I think it's time to move on, eventually get him up out of there, replace him with Hunk, do it, you bastards, and, and, and we'll have something interesting. Chris is just trying to kill Ethan because, you know, uh, he has to be main pro tag again. Uh, that, that probably might be the case. <laughs> you never know. There's actually a theory out there saying that Ethan Winters could be the same Ethan from the notes in Resident Evil 5. It's just retcon his death. Okay, that's like I said, just um, a theory, but nothing concrete. Alright, anybody else got any um, say on this question? No, not really. I don't think they've really ever given anybody a complete conclusion in the Resident Evil series. No, that would mean we lose money. <laughs> I mean, they did kind of bring Sherry back just to be like, hey, you know, here she is. This is what she's been doing since two. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's right. about it. Nice return of the character. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, I guess we can move on to number six. I want nobody else. I mean, number seven, if nobody has nothing else. I'll say something about six. Go down. Honestly, I mean, Ethan just watched his wife shot multiple times in the stomach. So after this, he pretty much has nothing, nothing left for him to do. So I think sending him off with a proper conclusion would be the smart thing to do. Definitely would be nice. Yep. Oh yeah. All right. So um, I guess we're done here. Who wants to read up number seven? Uh, I oh, guess good. I will. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
A translation confirms that the original Umbrella Corporation led by Oswald E. Spencer visited Romania once. What do you think that means? I think, for me, hearing that, saying that Spencer went to Romania, it, it definitely uh, fleshes out the idea that there is a gothic horror type thing that they're doing. Because, you know, obviously, you know, Romania, Dracula, and all that fancy schmancy gothic type stuff is tied in to this somehow. And, yeah, I think that's all I got for that one. It's, it's an interesting I mean, idea that they that they have, that Oswald went to Romania. I mean, there might it would be make something, sense. Yeah, uh, there might be something that he found there. And probably try to use it with umbrella. We don't know. I swear to God, there's news. There's stories. We dug up something we shouldn't have, like, like the eighth time. I swear, bro. Like four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do we dig yeah, up? Oh, we dug up the plagas. Oh, we dug this up. Oh, we dug that up. Like, come on, don't do. This we discover coal, but um, yeah, it would actually make sense. Um, um, Oswald being a Romeo because we saw the umbrella logo. So, and also, if you saw the gameplay, you see the like the castle, or whatever. It yeah. looks like something that Oswald will have in his house. Like, look at the mansion. Like, it looks identical in some fashion. So, like, I believe, I believe it when, uh, when they say like he visited um Romania to find something. This way, something is. We gotta wait till the game comes out. Oh yeah. I think it'll. I think it'll kind of end up being like in Resident Evil Five, where uh, Chris and Sheva discover that underground place with the. Um, it's been a while since I played it, but like they they discovered a place with like some flowers and shit, and that was like the precursor to the T virus, uh, progenitor virus. Yeah, yeah, progenitor virus. There you go. So now we we found an underground tomb with stuff that could give us werewolves just by mixing it in with somebody. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, Romania, let me build let me build a fancy house and a secret laboratory under it. No one will know what I'm doing. <laughs> that kind of sounds like Spencer, though. <laughs> yep. Yeah, definitely. It really does. Although it kind of reminds me of uh, Castle Ravenloft a little bit. Hmm. All right, so I'm going to give my opinion on this. Uh, Spencer went to Romania to get some coochie. Uh, <laughs> his legs don't work anymore so he wanted to pull an Albert he's like you know I need my Eastern European squeeze uh, <laughs> but in all seriousness it I think they're gonna do some more of that roots of umbrella thing um, they find a virus like the typical thing is they find a virus they build on it and then there's this discovery that led to what's going on now uh, that would be the typical thing. Another one would be an interesting plot thread. I think it would be cool if Spencer went there and the villagers uh, were suffering from his work. It would be kind of a mixture of like uh, RE1 where they had the umbrella testing grounds and the scientists were getting shot. And then it would also be like maybe they want to replicate something and then it goes too far. The whole village is in a mess and we have this situation on our hands, but it's isolated. So not a lot of people know about it. 
it could be a multitude of things i'm just I, I wonder how far is it going to go and you know the usual rabbit hole of the plot so i i i think it's going to be interesting oh i think it's going to go full kingdom hearts on the plot oh yeah oh, there no. there's going to be some tie to like what happened 10 years ago because they dabbled around this before with re6 and re5 so i'm not surprised really but i will defend re5's case because them continuing uh manufacturing bow's on the black market that was a good idea for the series to continue because there wouldn't be any other games if they didn't do that afterwards yeah and discovering the origin of the genitor virus as well yep all right, anybody else? No, I think I said my piece. No, I didn't have anything for that one. All right, uh, what question was that again? Uh, we were on question right. seven. We're on eight. Right, now. We got number eight. I could do it. Go ahead. How do you feel about Capcom's notion of putting more action into this game? Uh, they said that about three before RE3 remake, so and, and it did make sense there. I'm personally fine with it. I still hope there's still like a lot of survival horror elements like you know you don't have that much ammo or you got to really have some item management going on or it's just going to be like the typical resident evil game where it's like a person that saves up a lot they end up being rambo at the end of the game so all of that is a is irrelevant pretty much yeah i'm fine with it personally because it speeds up the game a little bit and uh well it will bring a more line with the um the ones that came out previously which is the remakes so i'm fine with them adding a little more action to it especially since we got werewolves now so i think that would actually make sense to have a little bit more action into the game resident evil 4 did a really good job i mean up until like the very last chapter the last chapter just kind of went off the rails i mean i still enjoyed it but i think up until that point they had a really good fine line between action game and survival horror What about the rest of you guys? Rails? Uh, I got nothing. Yeah, same here. I got nothing for it. Alright. Uh... I mean, I mean, in my opinion, if they want to put more action in it with the... And of course, again, this is like the idea with the werewolves. It makes, it makes a lot of sense that they're trying to put in more action because of that. And if that's what, what, why they're trying to do it, then, then that's fine by me. If it works, it works. All right, I guess we'll go to number nine. (laughs) Got nothing else to say about this one. Uh, uh, I just read off. How do you feel about the title of the game itself, Resident Evil Village? Um, Personally, it makes sense because, well, you're in a village, as far as I'm concerned. It'd be funny if the first portion of the game was a village and then you go off to a freaking um, chemical plant or um, those, um, (laughs) those oil tanks, you know, out in the middle of the sea. Then that would be a misleading title at that point. But yeah, Capcom just need to make up the mind. Are they going to call it Resident Evil 8 Village or just Resident Evil Village? Because you have the Roman numerals written in the in the um, thing that literally spells out 8 in the village. So make up your mind. Seriously, don't do this Humpty Dumpty shit like you did with Resident Evil 7. <laughs> I think so far it it doesn't bug me too much because once again as long as it feels like a logical progression of being a resident evil 8 game being a logical sequel uh, we see events clearly happening after 7 then i'm all for it 
I do kind of think that they could have made a more creative title uh, because I mean it does take place in a setting that you're in yes it makes sense at the same time they've done like cool stuff before like you know um, Dark Side Chronicles uh, that was cool uh, even even Operation Raccoon City that was a cool name to say uh, so I, I, I wish that it was just a little bit more creative but at the same time it's like it's whatever I, I just want to see how this all progresses from a logical standpoint and if it does do well then you know I'm all for it if not then I, I won't see what's the point of them doing this for every title and I think it's gonna get harder to name with subtitles like this for other games uh, because logically speaking they should make uh, Resident Evil 9 how you're gonna put that in like a little subtitle I don't know it's gonna be weird Phoenix my man you could Phoenix. make it work uh, yeah but... everyone's <laughs> saying Resident Evil Phoenix and I saw that uh most fans are like oh I can dream that Wesker might be coming back that would be absolutely crazy but who knows we're just speculating from here if they do it though I would be all for that too <laughs> comes back clones the only option because dude got blown up in a volcano like there i don't give a shit how much fucking resident evil magic juice you got pumping through your veins you're not coming back from that <laughs> oh absolutely yeah and before the aura burrows adapting and protecting wesker from all that that would be funny after jack baker calcified and then magically returned because his was a mutated strain it would not surprise me in the slightest his legs i'm still i'm still trying to figure out how the fuck that happened his legs literally went into lava he has a melted wesker jr and he took two rockets to the head like he, there's no coming back from that but then again capcom has done weird things before and that's not the first time that wesker died so who knows I just, gonna, I just hope whenever he, yeah, I, I hope whenever he inevitably comes back, he says something like "It's me, bitches," or "Surprise, I'm back, motherfucker," or something <laughs> stupidly cheesy like that. Should have killed you years ago, Chris. Now I'm back. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> It was but the I, fucking highlight is him just shrieking Chris the whole time you're in the volcano. Eleven years later. <laughs> Chris! <laughs> that movie. I wish I never saved him during the mansion incident. Right. <laughs> but are we done with uh, this question? I yeah. believe so. Alright, we are moving on to the next one, which is number ten. Who wants to read that off? What should they improve from Resident Evil 7 to make this game better from a gameplay perspective? Uh, and we actually did touch on that a little bit for um, I like the slow paced, you know, ki almost kind of going back to your roots thing that they did with 7. But I think especially since they're talking about making it a more action oriented title they do need to definitely pick up the pace and make it, you know, more fast-paced if they're going for an action feel. We need more variety of weapons, too. That's yes, one thing that's definitely. I haven't liked. Was we only had, like, what, three or two handguns? Two shotguns, which one of them's trash. Use the other one. And uh, a few yeah. miscellaneous stuff like a grenade launcher, a f chemical flamethrower, and whatnot. Circular saw. So yeah, we need more variety of weapons. That's what we need. 
actually did if they bring back the inventory seven uh system from seven i actually did like the whole um putting together the flamethrower thing where you have to find the two individual pieces now granted i know that's not going to work for every gun but it would be cool to implement some more of that kind of uh you know finding your new weapon it's like oh hey here's here's a piece that i found like 10 feet back and here's another piece let's shove them together and see what we get to technicality resident evil 3 on nemesis the original at the remake um when you um you have to um, down nemesis and get the um, parts for the gun that, that's technically what that is you know you have to get the parts in order to use the gun so like ideally i think that could work in the village if um if they have like a good practical weapons you know just finding parts or find parts to make the guns even better and voila so I, and, and there, that could work in theory we do we do see an enemy in the trailer that Kind of looks like an executioner from five, but he has like an electric axe, so maybe he could be like the one that drops specific parts for guns, maybe. What question are we up to? We're up to ten. James, you wanted to take that? Uh, let me see, what should they improve on RE7 to make this game better from a gameplay perspective? I said it before, I think they need to have more combat options. Pretty much just aim and shoot the game. I don't know. I'm not hey. saying they gotta make things over the top with the melee, although some melee wouldn't hurt if it's less silly looking, I guess. Aim, I don't shoot, on me. you know, uh, maybe dodge. Dodge, but dodge be nice. A dodge would be nice. A dodge in first person? Ugh. No, no, man, like in the same fashion that, uh, that we had in like say Resident Evil 3, like nah, they need to have like a huge sliding rather than him rolling. Yeah, yeah, that will work. I, I don't want to yeah, see slide. Ethan's hands and like, props. You mean like Call of Duty? <laughs> I, I don't want to see no, Ethan's no, hands. No, no, not Call of Duty, not sliding yeah. around like that. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay. I don't One thing like dodging, I meant dodging like say, Sway not to the like left right. doing revelations. No, instead of just Jill, like, you know, doing that side roll whenever she does a perfect dodge, like, I don't want that in set on um, Nate because that first person view is going to be nauseous. Unless they don't make the camera follow your head during the dodge. Maybe. I, I have a good idea. Like, maybe they can make a side step or something so it's not too intrusive. Um, it's they actually had a pretty good system in Dying Light that would work. Um, I don't remember if it was omnidirectional. I think it only worked when you were, like, going backwards. But you kind of had like a scoot thing where like your field of view increased for, you know, just a split second while you dodged back. But it, it wasn't like enough to pull you out of it. And, you know, if they could just implement that from going to, you know, all four sides or omnidirectional, however, that could work pretty good. Or like, uh, you know, you're defenseless for a minute. So like you're you would dodge and your hands would flash up briefly for a second because you're having to dodge and help keep yourself on balance. So, just, you know, they could balance it like that. Just don't fuck it up like Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Oh, my God, man. I, I can't play that game. That, I get so fucking sick. I can't. I cannot take how the animations get all in the way and you just get motion sick from stuff like that. Even though I don't get that motion sickness stuff though, I didn't like how they did um the the roll system in um Mirror's Edge Catalyst compared to yeah. the first game. I it's why I, I I like Mirror's Edge, but I can't play the game. It gets me motion. It's like disorienting, not motion sick. 
Yeah, it's it's Too one of those games over. where like if it doesn't normally bother you to move around in some games, that's like the one game that's the exception. Because mm-hmm. I don't get motion sick very easily, and trying to do like trying to land after you you know jump from a high space and then you just roll and the camera just rolls over with your head. I, most of the time, I'm just like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I can't do it. So are we moving on to the next question or does anyone yep. have anything else to say about number 10? No, got nothing. I think we covered it. I think we're good. I'll All do right. it. Good. Right. What do you think of the branched umbrella symbol? Capcom claims it was a spoiler and maybe it shouldn't have been in the trailer. You referring to the, the I'm assuming the picture, right? Like, yeah, the, the picture. I will put it on the podcast so people can see I it. I don't know what to make of it. Honestly, it looks a lot like the witch kind of stuff that they were talking about. Someone, yeah, um, it's a lot of theories crows, behind this. I, mean, I think oh, the wait. birds represent like death because of you know, crows and all that shit. Yeah, for some and, reason, I, I never got that with the crows. Well, um, birds are commonly used in funerals as well. Like, no, we after um, the body is buried or whatever, something like that. Depending, I think it depends on where. And weddings you know, for some yeah, so like, these toss of burn air represent like the um the person spirits at free or whatever. But yeah, symbolism yeah. Should. And uh it, I mean, it's been, I think it works pretty good. It's been said that these twigs represent well, mostly in witch lore and stuff like that, they represent a conjuring, so it could mean something maybe resurrection or bringing back the dead or rebirth because another thing that people kind of pointed out is that the trailer really emphasized on babies so there's a shot of a baby late in the trailer and you see it again see it a couple of times more and then you're like well maybe uh someone is going to be resurrected or brought back to life and this could be something well, later I- on if it if it's Oswald or Albert, I swear to God, <laughs> there's only two be... actual characters anybody's going to care about that gets resurrected. It's gonna be Wesker coming back doing Jack Baker, just welcome to the family, gonna, son, and then he's gonna, you he's the gonna come out. out to shoot yelling Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. He just claps Chris as a baby. I got my payback, Goo Goo Gaga. <laughs> I kind of see a ba- blonde baby with glasses now. Blonde baby with shades. <laughs> that is good. Evil, evil, skimming blonde baby. The only other theory I heard about this is that um, the inner symbol represents a mandrake. That's what people said, and I don't know what a mandrake <laughs> is, but. Google it's a few different things, but it's it's a mythical creature. Uh, let me do a quick search. I know what it is in Harry Potter. I'm oh, not sure it's a thing from the It's a thing from Berserk. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, it, look, for it, so. it looks like a radish with a screaming face on it, kind of thing. Oh okay. I, I don't know. know. You you um fought some of them in um, Final Fantasy VII, the flying enemies. Yeah. All right, so mandrake is a type of herb. Uh, doesn't really give. Oh, okay, uh, mandrakes contain derivative hallucinogenic propane alkaloids, and I'm sure I butchered that. Um, and the shape of their roots often resembled human figures. They have been associated with a variety of superstitious practices throughout history. They have long been used in magic rituals. Today, 
also in contemporary pagan practices such as Wicca and heathenry. Uh, however, the so-called mandrakes used in the way are not species of Mandragora, let alone... Okay, that's not that's not the important part. So anyway, yeah, it looks like it's an herb mostly used for doing witchcraft and rituals. Looking at it, it looks it looks a lot like a fetus. Yeah, the shape it, of it looks a lot like a fetus. Does. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, and it, and, it, and it also is like like I said earlier, it's also a little bit shaped like the umbrella logo. So I assume maybe these witches will have some association uh, with Oswell coming there in the first place. So maybe it's possible. It might all tie in when we play the game. But I think we are on the final question. So, do you have any final theories for the game in terms of story direction? Mm. Uh, Chris did nothing wrong. I think he might be actually the real hero here. Um, he might. I think those witches might be related to Oswell. No, maybe he genetically enhanced them to get bigger chests. Uh, God. Yeah. How do you feel about doing the research that matters? Yeah, how do you feel about them sucking the blood out of Ethan? Like, what's that yeah, all about? I was more weirded out the fact that I had big chest and walking at me with that, with that strut. I'm like, get away from me. I don't yeah. know what you want. She just wanted to suck, all right? She wanted nothing like Quite really. I bet they probably aren't witches either. Probably some weird other experiment that he's done over there. Got anything on it? Hey, I think you see some bugs or whatever. Um, a quick glimpse from Dawn Girls in Black. Uh, there might be some like they might be um like maybe conjurers or something they control incense or one of them just literally drinks blood and just uses that as a way to um take down enemies like my money is it, it's they'll pretend they're supernatural and you'll find out later like oh i'll go to a, some underground lab and be like oh this is how it happened I pretty much like every resident evil i have a better question uh yeah. What other returning characters do you guys think they might debate us with? Because even though people said uh, Chris showing up and he was not a Redfield and all that stuff, it was still a big surprise shocker for Resident Evil 7. You think they're going to do that for 8? Um, oh, no, most definitely. I think that's a maybe, because I don't see Given that we only have one returning character, though, I don't think it's... Right now, I don't think it's practical to make that kind of judgment to see who could return. Because legit, it could be anybody for real. Hell, Leon could come in, but like, hey, Chris, in your hand. So, honestly, it could be anybody. So, I got no real comment on that one. I was um, saying that in the chat. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it's this one or the other uh, server. I think it was the other server. I, I said that um, Leon could possibly come back because in Resident Evil, I think it was uh, 3.5 supposedly chris comes at the end of the game and he actually shoots an infected leon so i'm assuming that if some shit happens maybe to ethan he could get clapped by the original protagonist and oh, no. that would be that so it, it would be a nice shocking surprise if that did actually happen and then set up for the next game with the whole resurrection thing with the next big bat but that remains to be seen and I think there's still a lot of cliffhangers they need to clear up from revelations because I still want to know what's going on with Natalia. I still want to know what's going on with the other triple agents from BSA that defected. Yep. So anyone I mean, I else? Or... I mean, oh, I don't have any theories yet. 
But one thing that does, though, know, like, come out to me after seeing the trailer and everything is, like, you know, what do the villagers have to do with this? Because obviously they're scared to death of, like, the werewolves and everything, and they probably don't even like, you know, outsiders like Ethan and uh, Mio. That, they that seem to old be like guy. a very close community and they just don't like outsiders and all that stuff. We saw this brick wall running around with a black jacket. We don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> that old guy in in the beginning, he did help Ethan. He he did help him in his house, but I think he noticed that there was something outside because there was a wolf running around. I think he just knew that before he got like sucked into the ground. <laughs> yeah, he did. Like um he wrecked it quickly so told him to shut up before they hear you and then boom, that happened. Yep. Yeah. So I think well, all the I mean, villagers are going to be like just super fearful of what's going on and they should be because big ass wolves running around eating people. Oh yeah. I hope and... Ethan finds Chris punching wolves in the face. Oh, that's going to be funny. <laughs> uh, one thing that I think would be interesting, I don't know how open they're going to make the world, but um, kind of going back to the witches drinking blood thing, if they do end up doing that, it would be a nice twist for gameplay wise that if it's an open area, they could, you know, have some of your blood and then, you know, either send those werewolves or them come find you or something like that. Just kind of do some kind of stalker mechanic would be pretty cool, I think. Actually, hold on. I got something, though, um, we didn't talk about um, the potential villain, because um, the guy with the glasses looks like... <laughs> He looks like um Daniel from the Resistance game. Damn Daniel. Yeah, that um I French Oracle Dragon. So that that motherfucker looks straight out of Bloodborne. I don't know what he's wearing now. <laughs> he does. <laughs> looks like Father Gascoy, I swear to God. Okay, so that definitely kind of goes with the whole werewolf thing because he totally fucking goes like and throw it upon your ass in the second half. So yep. Gascoigne confirmed for Resi 8. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be great. But that was, a, that was a pretty good podcast. That was really fun, engaging. I think we need to wrap up and do those outros now, people. Yes, we do. Miss Bloodgrave, um, give you an intro. Alrighty, so you guys can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash Arlena Bloodgrave. I am also on Twitch. I do stream once in a blue moon. Uh, it's uh, twitch.tv slash Arlena Bloodgrave. You can also follow me on Twitter at Gabrina K. And you can just like follow my Twitter for like random shit that I post. <laughs> Alright, late man gaming. Give your actual. I think he's. I think he's actually dead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no, he died. Yeah, no. He's dead. Rest in peace. Rest yeah, in peace. Dead, dead man game. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was my bad. I thought I heard something else. Um. So yeah, Dead Man Gaming. You can find me on YouTube at Dead Man Gaming. I like I said before. I like to win video games, especially make stupid, dumbass jokes about it, which is about ninety percent of my content. And I also do random shit on Twitter. I haven't, I have a Twitch. I haven't really started using it yet, but here in the next couple of months, I do plan on streaming a couple times a week. Nice. All right. Um, Devil Hunter James, get out of here. I mean, get your out, Joe. I mean, you know, if you're tough. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> Works every time. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DevHunterGym. All right, um, Arpadov, uh, give your uh, all right. You can find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative, you can find me on Twitch at Renegade underscore Operative, and you can find me on Twitter at Ren Operative underscore. Uh, I, I will be just you know chilling about trying to get these podcasts up. I still need to do Final Fantasy and I need to. I don't know. I need to get some footage for Resident Evil 7. I might play a little bit and, you know, put that up. So, uh, look forward to that. Look forward to hopefully some more content. Fourth of July and fireworks suck. And I yep. will see you guys yep. over there. All right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Immortal Brendel. Uh, I retweet a lot of shit. Read himself, you know. Don't mind me. Yes, he does. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to get my Twitch and YouTube off the ground because I've been lazy about it, but yeah, don't expect anything. Uh, Daniel, you're up. All right. You can find me on Twitter at the Dirty Dan triple underscore. YouTube at the same name without the underscores, but I'm mostly active on Twitter if you just want, if you guys just want to chat or whatever. All right. And this has been the Infinite Animal Syndicate, our hard discussion about random stuff. Today was about Resident Evil Village, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Have a great whatever time of the world it is. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Have a good time. Werewolves. Bye-bye. Thick werewolves. Werewolves and witch coochie. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>